and welcome to episode 16 of Unqualified Game Chat. I am your host, Zara Lopez, and with me today, my co-host, Spencer Legacy. Yes, indeed, it's Spencer Legacy. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you for the serenade. That was, mm, mm. I missed it last People, week. People got mad that I didn't, uh, that I called you Spencer the legacy last time. So I, I wanted to bring back the, the song, but bring back the classic. To be fair, I like Spencer the legacy better. Yeah. I, I like, I just both. think it rolls off the tongue a little more. They unless, both had my ego. Um, unless, did anybody ever call you that? Uh no, they they mispronounced it and said leg ass. Oh. Yeah. So no one's ever called you Spencer the Legacy. That's like exclusive to me. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. That's the best friend thing then. That's the best friend thing. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. So I like when people are named like uh Robert and uh people automatically will call him Rob. I wait. I wait and see. If I'm allowed are you a rob to, or are you a Robert? Let's find out together. I just, I don't want, I don't, uh, and then, and then on top of that, I, I enjoy Robert more because everyone's going to call the person Rob, and I don't want to be like everyone else. You got to go for the Robbie, like Robbie Rotten. You got to be like, yeah, hey, Robbie. Yeah, but, and again, people might call him Robbie too. So I, I just want to be as formal and as unique as possible. So what do you do when they say, oh, you can just call me Rob? Do you switch to the Rob or do you stick with the Rob? Oh, Robert? yeah, I, I respect it because after that, like, what if, like, they have, like, PTSD on this name Robert or something and, like, these thoughts of, like, in a cafeteria, just laughter. Robert, Robert, <laughs> no. his pants, Robert, piss oh, boy. <laughs> now I'm Rob. Now I'm Rob. <laughs> Changed his life. Just that name change. <laughs> It's like uh, Max Power. When, yeah, it's like Max Power. When Homer changed his name to Max Power. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if, they knew, if these viewers knew how many Simpsons jokes are off stream, oh, they would, it's, it's they would endless. be blown away. Endless. It's endless. I think, our, I think our pool of funny stuff ultimately comes from uh, Tim and Eric. Yep. Uh, the Simpsons. Yep. And... Um, just random internet internet nonsense pop. but it's like yeah. it's all 10 years old and we still yeah. act like it's it's yeah new. I'm like oh ha, still still quoting uh i'm trying to enjoy a treat derek still, <laughs> still quoting that classic i say i still say ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> that's iconic and, and that and people are like oh that's so funny i'm like oh well i can't well, really explain to you a retro guy yeah, how good how good uh, this this uh, saying is. But enough about that. Enough this about podcast that. is recorded every week and posted to Thursday on podcast services, your iTunes, your YouTubes. Please subscribe to those and uh, leave a comment or a rating because it helps the show. Every little Definitely. bit helps. Every bit. And every by looking at our actual audio downloads looking pretty good so thank you nice thank you at first i was a little disheartened because this is like five seven now it's like ten 
Nice. Eleven. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All you listeners, thank you so much. You're you're so wonderful. It's that added five really does it for me. It's true. It's double. It's it's absolutely amazing. I would not listen to me, and just the fact that you spend uh, an average of four minutes listening to us ramble <laughs> definitely means the the world. So I'm glad you all listened to the intro. That's that's where we shine the most. It does. It's all downhill from there. Yeah. Those who like, listen to the end might hear me say something ridiculous, but um, like my my no my thanks. brain cells like lose after a while, and I start dropping f bombs yeah. and. Oh, I don't want to hear about games. I want to hear more about funny Tim and Eric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. And Spencer, yeah. what are you playing? Well, I didn't have anything to review this week. Mm. Still waiting on uh, some stuff to come in. So I was like, you know what? Growing up, one of my favorite series in the world was Mega Man Battle Network. So I was like, you know, I played like three onward when I was a kid. So I was like, you know what? I have a, a ambiguously legal modded Wii U. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I'll play Mega Man Battle Network 1. I'll, you know, it, I love those games. It's my favorite Mega Man. I love the art in them, the music. So I was like, yeah, I'll play I'll play that old gem. And um, the first one, it's rough around the edges, but you know, there's something I, I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I really like spinoffs because they're ways to experiment with uh, IPs that bring people in while still doing something weird. Mm-hmm. And I think Battle Network's like the pinnacle of that, where it was like, what if we made Mega Man a kind of action RPG on the Game Boy? And it's like, that's really weird, but it works so well in the, the, I'm a, I'm a big fan of stuff that's like inside the internet stories like Digimon and everything. So it, it hit all those notes for me and I've just been having a, you know, a grand old time playing through uh, I finished one and I was like, I'll start to see if I get a review copy. Cause one was pretty short. And um, it's just, it's such a fun, unique series that I feel like is, has kind of been forgotten a little bit. Like there's no, collection of it like there is for like zero and x so it's i want to want to get people talking about it again because it was so unique and so fun that i've been really having a blast going back to it it's cool that um that you that you have a good time but i was wondering i'm wondering if a game like that released now would it be popular that's tough to say because for the, like the story and the atmosphere, it's very 2000s. It's very like the internet is amazing. You can send your own person in there and you can talk to people. And it's amazing to have these portable devices. So it's like that probably wouldn't work as well now because I don't think anyone's like, the internet's amazing now. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. The internet. Fucking oh, internet. The internet. It's, not, it's not like in the in the days of, the early 2000s where it was like wow wonderment i've um, been having i've been having these thoughts like why why are the why are there people out there that that feel like games hit a peak in the 80s and in 90s yeah like 
nothing is better than Super Metroid. And just like all the other Metroids after that. Metroid are, Fusion. Are, in, are like in superior, you know? Like, yeah. Like the Mar- Super Mario is the, the bar of platformer. That's wild to me. And nothing is going to be better than that. Nothing's going to be better than Final Fantasy VII. And like you have a, a series like like Battle Network that that tried new stuff. And and in our minds, like games like Digimon World and just very um, minute stuff with minute like like nuances mm-hmm. and like stuff you have to kind of be prepared for before going in. Yeah, um, definitely with Digimon World. Yeah. And just we in our heads were like, well, that game, that game was good, but I don't hold like, I don't hold like a game like uh, the first Battle Network, which I didn't necessarily like. And mm-hmm. I could tell because I, I rented it for a weekend and I didn't want it again. But playing like Battle Network uh, 3, I actually enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, But there'll be people who are like, no, the first game that's it and then it's all down even like resident evil they'll say like the first two resident evils are the best and then everything after that and it's just it's just strange to me like why in our heads games can't get better why can't we say like this is the best game you have like um series that dance around that because they're not connected like final fantasy or tales you know, they, even then not, people will, will be like, nothing beats Final Fantasy Six, nothing beats Final Fantasy yeah. Nine, nothing and beats Ten, and it makes it it's it works a little easier because they don't uh, they don't connect uh, yeah. chronologically. You know, like you can play them, and and so yeah, sure, you can list those games out as as because every everyone's gonna have a different take. Yeah, um, but everyone knows eight's the best. That's an interesting opinion. You got you got the GFs, the GFs. You got the, you got the, the CDs. GF. Yeah, there was a lot of acronyms in that game. You got the squalls. You got Zell eating hot dogs. You got the Zells. Uh, and then, uh, but but for for series and for for genres too, you have like these old ass games that are the best, and nothing comes. Back. And I and I'm a. I've fallen into this too, and that's why I've been thinking really hard about why, why we feel this way. And it's strange to me. Like I hated the new Mario Odyssey, and I was like, "This sucks." Really? Compared, I was like, "This sucks compared to Super, um, Super Mario 3D or uh, Mario 64." Um, and then I go back and play Mario 64, and I'm like, "Why in my head was this so good?" I think a lot of it is nostalgia. Although it's, I think 64 holds up well. It's got to be. It's got to be nostalgia. Yeah, and and, and to, to to your point, yeah, it's it does hold up well. But you compare it to to Galaxy, and I'm like, oh no, nothing's gonna be Galaxy. Sunshine's so good, yeah. Yeah. And, but why why can't I just treat Odyssey as like its Odyssey. own game? Yeah. Why do I have to compare it? to these other games that it's not because <laughs> it has the same name like yeah. they're both mario so yeah. it, it's fair that like in your mind you'll be like oh i'm gonna compare that like that's why people compare entire series like all the Mega Man spinoffs they're like well my favorite's Mega Man legends well my favorite's Mega Man x it's if it has the same name or it's like the same 
even like if it shares the same universe, mm-hmm. like then people will be like, oh, well, I prefer this one. And that's just part of its nostalgia. Part of it is how well it holds up. Like there are certain games that like I think it actually does apply to. Like I would say Crash Bandicoot, um, like the first, the PS1 ones are the best ones <laughs> compared uh-huh. to like the later. So I think it, it, some of it's nostalgia, some of it's how well they hold up. Some of it is how the franchise was treated as it went on. Yeah. Although the new one is really yeah. good. And I, did, I played, yeah, and I I played it four. and actually I really enjoyed it. So Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I and I think for that, for that game, I did. I cut I cut myself off from thinking about the first one. And it's really yeah. hard to in a game like that because they make so many callbacks to the original. They have yeah. like some some like uh, flashback scenes and like kind of um challenge courses. But Ultimately, now that you bring it up, that game really nails setting itself apart and causing me not to say, "This is Crash Bandicoot." You know, like this yeah. is this is this person's Crash Bandicoot. This is not Naughty Dog's Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, for sure. I think that makes a lot of sense too. Maybe maybe it's because I I just don't like I just don't like this idea of comparing things anymore. I don't I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, you want to assess things as their own product. Yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. It's it hard. Is hard. It's really hard to separate things from each other. So Especially back to, with like social media. Yeah, and back to Battle Network, if they did re- reboot it, I feel like it would be a completely different thing. Oh, yeah, it would be like Star Force. Like Star Force was like the next one. So I think it would yeah. be a way more modernized, different take. So I, I think Battle Network could only exist in that time period that it was made. Yeah. A collection would, a collection of the titles on modern consoles would be way better than, um, than trying to reboot it or, or do something new. If you want to do a sequel, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say no to a sequel, but I Mm -hmm. would want to look it through the lens of me never playing those games before. And me as a, as a fan playing, playing this game now. Yeah. Totally Um, fair. It's it's tough. It's tough as a as a critic. Um, we'll get into it when I'm when we talk about what I'm playing. But I kind of had to do that uh, with the game that I played last week. Nice. Yeah. So I basically I just wanted to say I love Battle Network and everyone should legally play it because um, it's a lot of fun and I think it has one of my favorite art styles. Because like it's so fun to just see like. Like if you've played old Mega Man games, so like you know the Robot Masters, so it's yes. like, oh, this this is uh this is Cutman.exe, and he looks like kind of different. You're like, oh, this is uh this is that that's what Gutsman looks like. That's what it, like it's it's really because oh, they're not in their they're not in their like eight bit. Yeah. yeah, they're like they're like two thousands anime versions. And yeah, that that's my aesthetic right there. So it's fun, but I yeah, think, that's I think that's zero. Cool. I think uh, Zero really nails that too. Inti creates, yeah. creates knows what's up when it comes they to that stuff. Yeah, I got to uh, go back to the Zero games. So yeah, I think I think the Zero nails that anime Mega Man, and I and I, sh- you know, what was the new Mega Man? Was it seven or eleven? Eleven, yeah. Um, yeah, eleven. It's not like I wanted. It's not like that game's bad because the game is okay. Mm-hmm. I don't like this 3d style that's easier for developers now 
Um, yeah, it's not as fun as pixel art. You have like Wonder Boy coming out with it too, where it's like a like a three D like Unity uh, looking. Oh, you know the the new Nino Kuni two does it on the Overworld map, where it's like the Unity version of them, and it's just like this like shiny ball and like yeah, everything's really shiny and smooth looking. Yeah, um, I hate I hate that style, but I realize in my head. Well, they're using this because it's so much easier to develop than with pixels, of course, you know, like making making something look like Mega Man X or the old Mega Man isn't feasible in this with this style of uh, development. And you have these tools that are free instead of using instead of trying to recreate an old engine or use something else. Um, But I, I hate it. I can't stand I know, that. I, I just I can't love stand that, that smooth, like really weird, sh- shaded stuff. Ah. Yeah, it's because you can tell immediately what it is. So you're yeah. like, I, I'm on to you. But but it might be it might be purely just budget. Like yeah. this is the only way we can make this game is if we use this. And I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah, but I would I would definitely prefer. I would definitely prefer something back to the pixel. Base. Yeah, me too. It's and again, Inti creates with Blaster Master Blaster. Three coming out. Blaster Master there you Master go. 3. Oh my god! Yeah, they uh, maybe it's because they didn't buy a new engine and they just like use their old engines from. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the just maybe the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, if so, hey, I'll keep going. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Because they did, they did release the the Galgun um, remastered. Of like the first one that never came west, and it was using that like shiny like. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, hated it for the girls. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like the shininess. I'm not big on 2.5D myself. I'm like, eh, go for the. You know, I, who pulls, I know it's more expensive and time consuming, but do the pixel art anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think who pulls it off is um. Bloodstained. Oh yeah, Bloodstained did it. Bloodstained really well. has it. It's that style, but I don't know if it's like the darkness or like that grim, like looking stuff, but it works. It does work. That's, that's a really fun game. It definitely works. I agree yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, that's my take. What, what have you been playing, Azario? Well, I've been playing one of the, uh, normiest games that I've played in a while, I should say. Ooh. I've been playing uh Days Gone on PC. Oh nice, yeah. I reviewed it. Um I got to play it for about a, a week and a half before release. Um my reviews up. I just like to say that I think I think I think we should stop buying games at launch. <laughs> yeah. Like especially, gone, I understand. especially anything that's anything that's from a first or a first party or one of these uh, AAA publishers, just just hold off. Yeah, just hold off because it's time to fix itself. It is so much better than when I played it at launch. Yeah, like like the, the bike durability, just the, the 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 AI even works better. Um weapons aiming uh just just everything and and playing it on pc i was having a lot of fun 
And I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to. Um, A lot, a lot on the video game industry with, with the way writers write and we like to dogpile, right? We have our favorite, we have our favorite uh, um, in-depth game reviewer on YouTube say this one thing. And I think, I think this came up uh, with the, um, the persona um, Nocturne, our, Mm -hmm. our reviews out, but everyone's saying, well, what about the compressed audio? And what about the 30 FPS? Because some fucking forum or some fucking persona nerd was like, oh, this this game has compressed audio. This game only runs at 30 FPS. Who the fuck cares? Like, I, I'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll just say the compressed audio is pretty intense, but the 30 okay, FPS, I don't know. Okay, it's a PS2 game. That's true. It's a PS2 game. Just just chill like that's, that's why like like it's not a game that was released this year you know it's it's a it's if you want to play with your audio and all that shit the game's 20 bucks on ps2 you can play it it's the mm. same fucking game minus uh you can only get dante um, yeah you can't get do Rido. yeah that guy that r i can't say that r or something i love Rido. he's so cool yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but regardless if it's like a, a significant fact, I just don't see why that determines how fun the game is to play and yeah. why I don't think, I don't think the compressed audio while it is a complaint makes the game not fun. Yeah. I died and I also don't see how the 30 FPS, no frame trips, no no stuttering, makes the game unfun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Last of Us Two on PS4 ran at 30 FPS. Did it? Did mm-hmm. yeah? Now because now we got the well, I guess that'll oh, go yeah. up to our later topic of yeah. But um, now it's running at 60 FPS. Maybe maybe it was like in between, or maybe it was a little higher, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I my my point is is I think we we hear something about a game, and that's all we think about. You know, like um, like uh, when you, I don't know media. I can I can say just off the top of my head, like the Vita. Like I brought this up last time, the Vita. Like everyone was yeah. telling us the Vita sucks, and so we just started believing it, even yeah. though the Vita doesn't suck, and there is a huge market for it. But uh, the IGNers, that's all they wanted. That's all they believed because the biggest game publication or game website was saying it. You know, um, or you'll have like people saying mobile games uh, suck, gotcha games are terrible. But it's the biggest fucking gaming yeah. market in the world. You're saying it's terrible. Um, all these people are saying it's terrible, but in reality, it's it's very profitable. making bank. Yeah. It's just these little things that I think we we latch onto. So someone was upset about the compressed audio, made a big deal out of it, and now all everyone is is mad about it. Same with Dame's Days Gone. Someone made a complaint about. Uh, the story or the the bike or whatever, and then now that's all we think about is the falling off your bike or having to get gas. You know, 
But I think a game is so much more than those than those small complaints. Um, yeah, outside of the public perception. Yeah, I don't think Nocturne should be judged by its compressed audio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah, think- I would say as a game, it shouldn't be. As a remaster, sure. But as a game, yeah, n- yes. no. Okay, yes. Like, uh, it's sad that Atlas didn't see that as a, as a, if they're going to remaster a game, they should do it properly type mm-hmm. of thing. If they're going to, if they're going to slap that word on there, go a hundred percent. Don't just go 90%. But as a game, Nocturne is a good game. Yeah. Um, and Days Gone on PC um, was a great game. I didn't know what the fuck was going on in the beginning. And then I find out that this is just the way they stagger out their story. Yeah. You know, it's stupid. It's messy. But after 12 hours, it starts making sense. I love how I love how Deacon is so um, driven by his his like emotions. Yeah. Like, you know when he hates something. You know he's when he's doing something that he's that he doesn't want to do. He clearly has mental problems with loss and like just like it's a lot is eating at him, and because he's all over the place. And he when is. I think about it, that's how I would be too if I'm fucking killing people every day and I'm fucking yeah. like and people are trying to kill me every day. I'll be a little fucking nuts too. I'll be on edge all the goddamn time. I'll be always like thinking someone's trying to fuck me over and people are like the story is way too uh story's way too heavy and stuff like that dude like like it's like angry and like no that's like i think that's what they were going for and that's just my perception is it is it a great game eh, it's, it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah it's, it's not made by a big team it's not it's made by probably one of the smallest teams that sony owns right now and I think they did a, a, a damn good job. And Sam Witwer's in it. I love Sam yeah. Witwer. Yeah. He's great. He's the best. Yeah. This this is uh this is just one of those games that I I didn't think because I remember on PS4 I only played it for about uh four or five hours. And returning to it now um was a totally different experience. Maybe I should go back to it. Yeah. See it's pretty it short. Yeah. And it's it's I like it the way I like the way that it always leads you uh to different points on the map. I'm never like in playing Valhalla, I'm always on my map trying to find like little things out, out of the way and like little points of interest. But here, once you complete a mission, it's already sending you somewhere else. Like you don't have to think. It's always yeah. it's already sending you to the side missions and stuff. I like I do that. like that. Yeah. I, did, like, I, did, I rarely had to look at my map until I wanted to find uh secret stuff. That's when I started looking at my map. Yeah, because some days you're just tired and you're like, oh, I don't want to look. I don't want Which to. is like, yeah, that's fair once in a while. I'll just be like, eh, I like you being know, guided. You know, it was also cool. I have a I have an Elite 2 for a PC controller. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I I said to myself, if I'm gonna be playing PC games now, I'm gonna do it most comfortable way um but it was crazy playing a sony game with an elite 2 and it made me wish that sony came out with a premium controller why the fuck did they release those back panels for the ps4 like two months before ps5 launch yeah i was like you know what they're gonna release a ps5 dual dual sense 4 
with back panels, you know? But they yeah. did it. Why did they even release that in the first place? It's a weird decision because, like, if you want an, like, a, an elite controller, you have to go to, like, Astro or something. And it's like, why isn't Sony doing it? Yeah. Why aren't they making, like, a really, really nice controller? Yeah. Mind-boggling. So it was cool that I got to use um, an Elite 2 for, for that game. Nice. Yeah. Um, but that brings us into our discussion today, and that's um, last-gen to next-gen, the upgrade. I want to know your thoughts on um, playing upgraded games. Does this... If you bought, if you beat a game on PS4 and they say, "Hey, got a PS5 upgrade," do you play it? I don't necessarily replay the game, but if I ever do go back to it, it'll be on the PS5. Like, mm-hmm. because a, just give me that Dual Sense, baby. Give yeah, me, give me those crazy, uh, staggered triggers and the worst vibrations. Part of the PlayStation Five. The what? The worst part of the PlayStation. No, 5. that's the best part, dude. I love it. I, I rarely disagree around, with you, my friend. I rarely disagree with you. But I turn that shit off. Quick. When you're swinging around in Miles Morales and it's like, whisk, whisk, and it's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. But I don't feel like Spider-Man. I feel annoyed that I have to hear this. Oh, I can't disagree. When you're like that time I played Avengers on PS5 and I was drawing the arrows and then like, oh, that's my jam. I love that shit. This is the worst. I can't. Uh, this is this is uh, noisy pixel. This is unqualified game chat. Civil War. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it in Call of Duty too when it slows you down on your shots, just because it's like I can see in multiplayer that would suck, but for like the immersion of single player, be like, wow, different gun. Yes, I'm not about. I'm not about that dual sense life. It's my favorite thing about. It. I hope devs keep using it because it's it's so fun and it adds so much for me it's, uh, as, it's as gimmicky as the touch bar or touchpad i don't know about that i don't know about that i can't agree with that mm. leave a comment who do you support if you yeah. have a ps5 let us know are you a dual sensor or are you, are you hashtag you... team azario or hashtag team spencer <laughs> you tell us <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 check all three comments about it and and all see who won uh but yeah no overall i think a lot of the improvements are substantial enough for me to if i'm going to replay it play it like that because like it'll look a lot nicer it'll run a lot smoother there'll be like less load times and that load times alone is enough for me to be like okay that's the optimal way to play um and i i like that for the most part they're not charging for it like beyond the game like if you own Avengers, yeah. if you own Crash Bandicoot, if you own Tony Hawk, uh, then you can just get it. If, uh, compared to, was it Control that didn't do that and everyone was really upset? I think Control had it so that it wasn't upgradable. Yeah, they quickly. like they charged for the complete. If you bought the complete edition, then you can get the PS5 upgrade. But if you bought it before, you would have yeah. to buy the DLC for the complete edition. Yeah, which is, that's weird to me. Because yeah. it's it's so much better than than like re-remasters, like we were saying before, where it's like you could get away with reselling some of these games. So I'm glad that they're not, because 
it'd be very easy to do that and be somewhat uh, successful with that. But I think it's very nice for consumers that they are making it so that you get all these upgraded features and everything um, without having to pay more uh, so long as you already have the game. I think that's a really nice uh, show of appreciation for customers. I, I, hearing that there's a PS5 upgrade does not make me want to go back and play the game. Yeah, it does make me go, oh, time to go replay it. Yeah, but if I nothing, ever go back, actually, to it, nothing will make me want to go replay The Last of Us Part Two. That game was uh, was really good when I played it. It didn't age well in my head. No, it, it but, degraded. Well, no, it's just that's it. You know, like like it lasted with me for a week, and then I forgot about it, and I was like, well, maybe that story wasn't that impact as impactful as I thought while playing it because I haven't given a a thought about it since I since I beat it when yeah. when there's games like there's games like uh, Atelier Tolthirty that I would think about almost monthly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still thinking about Resident Evil Village. Yeah, that's see, okay, so that's what I'm saying is that after I beat Last of Us Part Two, I never thought about it again. And they released a PS5 upgrade today, and I was like. I'm gonna make me want to go replay it. Give me some multiplayer or something. Last of Us multiplayer was the best thing about The Last of Us. I think that's just to prep for the PS5 remake of one, so that you can, if you have a PS5, you can go right from one to two on your PS5. That's my assumption. Oh shit! Because you're right. The reason why I think you're right is because this PS5 upgrade really doesn't have anything in it. It just yeah. has the 60 FPS, the 4K, and uh, faster load times. But I don't necessarily think that was such an issue with the PS4 version, mm-hmm. um, especially on comparing it to the Pro version, which did way better. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all this did. I all this did. I think was lock it at 60 FPS. Yeah, and no then that's cool it. Dual sense because it was it was already it was I guess it was already benefiting from the faster load times. Did it add yeah. dual sense? I don't know. I, I, I didn't read the patch notes. Oh, I turn it up. You can't do. You can't turn, <laughs> turn it up. up. The dual sense. Turn up the dual sense. I want to feel that man's neck cracking while I I press the button. I hate it when you're like uh, in Resident Evil Village when you're switching guns. It you can you can hear the dual sense tightening or are letting loose when <laughs> you switch guns. To, to relieve the tension or not, I could just hear the click and it just annoys me so uh, much. To me, I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's like I'm really switching. It's like I'm switching weapons in real life. Um, so, so, yeah, Mike, for, for, for PS5 upgrades, it's cool. For Xbox Series X upgrades, it's cool. I, I, I have been playing, um, I think the, the first games that I played were Xbox games on Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, Revenge of the Sith and stuff like that. Like That's a games. good game. <laughs> just like, Revenge of the Sith is a good game. Yeah, just like games that uh, I was like, oh, I could play Xbox games. Gonna yeah. get my Xbox games out. Um, so, but yeah, uh, I wish PS5 did that. But God, I wish. Yeah, yeah, arguably, I don't really care about these upgrades. It's cool for people who haven't beat it, but it would have to be a crazy ass game that I would want to play 
One being a Final Fantasy VII remake. Intergrade, baby. I'm going to play that game seven times. Like that YouTuber who made like the the 12-hour long video where he played the game like six times and reviewed it. That's beautiful. That's, that's next level. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I want to replay that game. Yeah, I could go for a replay of that game. Yeah, I could go. I mean, I considering how many times I watched Advent Children when it came out. Oh, when, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. When Advent Children came out, it was only released in uh, in Japan. But yeah. integrating, um, it was really hard back then integrating um, subtitles into your video player. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we downloaded, uh, me and my friend, we downloaded the script, the translated script that someone posted to a forum, and we read <laughs> it with the movie. That's dope. That, the, you see, I was about to say, I think I watched it more than you, but that's pretty next level. So that's that's the first, that's how I experienced the first time. And so I didn't actually read a lot of it, so I missed a lot of it. And I, I how old was I, like 16 or something? I was really, I was, I was very young. Must have been sophomore in college, um, but uh, but that's how I experienced the first time I watched it. And then we, and then someone released the subtitles, and we watched it again. But but that's how that's how crazy it was. How much I wanted to watch it was that I couldn't wait for someone to make a subtitle. I wanted to rewatch it so badly that when I was on a vacation in Boston, I bought it on UMD so I could watch it on the plane instead of waiting to get back home. That's awesome. <laughs> so I had it I had it on DVD. I had the limited edition DVD with the books that take place between Seven and Advent Children. Oh, I had it on UMD. I had it on VHS, I think, and I had it on Blu-ray. Dude, how cool is it? How cool is that scene when Vincent shows up in the fucking oh, ball? in the forest? Oh. Forest. He's just a blob and he goes woo woo woo. So oh, cool. Iconic. Like, like I remember I remember thinking Vincent was cool in Final Fantasy 7, but seeing him in Advent Children, like confirming this guy is fucking cool. Yeah. Like that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Do you remember when Advent Children Complete came out and like you'd rewatch it to see every little change and you're like, oh, Kate sits on the Moogle in the intro. Oh, there's <laughs> blood now. Those little, those little, the, the way they stagger that release was the totally like, on us, you know, trying to get money. It, and, yeah, and, they, and I just pre-ordered the 4K version of it. So I'm like the problem. I'm tempted. Yeah. Comes out June June 10th. And I am I'm so ready for it. I have it on. I have the steel book too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so ready for 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 that release. I have so it. Ready. I have the DVD. I have the Blu-ray. I have the steel book of fucking spirits within. Oh like, nice. That's, that's how that's nuts. a deep cut. That's how nuts I am about Final Fantasy fucking films and rebuying them when they when they come out. Um, You're gonna buy 4K of Spirits Within if that ever happens. I will, yeah, I will buy 4K. <laughs> I remember an advertisement of Spirits Within in a where they zoomed in on the guy's face and saw like hair follicles and we're just yeah. like we're just like fuck. Oh my god! Hair follicles in a digital movie? They can't do that. Like the the FMV. after credits. That's no FMV. This wasn't. They, they couldn't do this in Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> they can do it in the movie. Uh great movie. Great, great movie. Hey, you know what I didn't like about um, Seven was when um, they killed off those Turks in the beginning. Yeah, 
I always hated that part. That's intense, yeah. At the, right at the beginning of the movie. When and I think like, I think Final Fantasy VII Remake made me hate Reno, like, a lot. It's funny, because Reno was, like, a weird jerk in the original game, but then he's, like, a funny guy in Advent Children. Like, he's yeah. way more charming. And yeah. then in the remake, they're like, no, he's still a jerk. And you're like, oh, yeah, wait. But it was, that, this was a comedy. Like he was, like, He's the, the funny one. Yeah, but he's not. But he's not. He's, he's, he's just, a jerk again. He's just a jerk. Yeah, it's funny. See, oh, you got us talking about Final Fantasy. Now we're oh, that's down that the rabbit was, hole. That's the uh, the Achilles heel of this podcast. Is the silver bullet. <laughs> um, and this podcast, uh, name five things that aren't Jackie Chan. In general, yes. Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two, uh, The Last of Us Two, uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Um, now I'm thinking about Jackie Chan Adventures on oh, WB Kids. You said it. You said it. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Don't think about Jackie Chan," and my mind went to Jackie Chan Adventures. Well, that's our show. Thank, Thank you, you so for much watching. For watching, we kind of got off there, but um, let us know you if you like, like PS4, or PS5 upgrades. How you feel about them? And uh, let us know if you like the DualSense controller. Hashtag Team Azario or hashtag Team Spencer. There you go. Let us know. See you next week. Bye, everyone.